For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, which comes by hearing, and hearing the word of God, rightly divided here with power, authority, and conviction by Reverend Romeo Siao Mensa of the Macarius Church at Jeringano. This anointed teaching will challenge you, strengthen you, and equip you for a truly victorious life in the Lord. Be transformed as you listen. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for the beginning of another good year. We thank you, Lord, that the first of everything is always the best. So the 21st year of the 2000 years, we have just entered. And we say thank you. And I want to thank you also for the fact that today is the beginning of the, the first Sunday of the year. What a blessing for keeping us alive from 2020 and ushering us into a new day. We commit ourselves unto your Holy Spirit as you already always take control over this house to speak to us. Open that our eyes that we can hear. Open that our, our eyes that we can see. Our ears that we can hear. And our hearts that we can receive. Believe and become what you want us to be. We bless you today. In Jesus name. And all the saints can say amen for that. Amen. Hallelujah. Please be seated. And today is a covenant Sunday. Somebody say covenant Sunday. Covenant Sunday. The first day of the year is always a covenant Sunday in UT. What is covenant Sunday? Covenant is an agreement we are going to sign with God. What God wants to do for us and what you have to do for God. So, God is committed to fulfilling his part and we must also be committed to fulfilling our parts. Amen. Because if you sign an agreement and you don't do your part, the person whom you sign the agreement with also is not obliged to do his part. So, a covenant is an agreement between two people where the terms of agreement is detailed. If you hire a house, Saoko Hai will be fear or no year rent agreement. And one year, who are fear on Oye? And I will fear run on the yes or no so the Oye. And so, covenant is like rent agreement or what any agreement you can think of. Any agreement. They involve two people. One does what is expected of him and the other does what is also expected. That is how 
contract is all about. Contract, agreement, covenant, they are all the same. Hallelujah. And so, every one of us is going to commit yourself to God as to what you would do for God this year. And then, I'm going to give you what God also has told me that he's going to do for you. Are you willing, are you ready to hear what God wants to do for you this year? But it's a covenant he's signing with you. That whatever he's going to do for you, he's also expecting you also to do your part. So that together, at the end of the year, we will check and see whether God has done his part. And whether you two have done your part. Amen. Are you there? So, we know the prophet has declared this year as a year to be wise as serpent. Isn't it not true? And harmless as dove. And so we are going to go deep into the book. What it means to be as wise as serpents. And so from next week going, we are going to go deep into chapter by chapter by chapter. By the end of the year, you'll be one of the wisest people in your family. And you'll be one of the... Do you know that wisdom makes you rich? Wisdom is one of the key things that make you very, very rich. And because of wisdom, you'll be very rich this year. I've already received a revelation from God that this year is a year of abundance of riches. In this church. Hallelujah. I don't know those at the back, you want to be rich or you don't want to be rich. Amen. God is going to blow our minds this year by the release of supernatural riches. Not by what you work for. If what you are working for is the basis of your prosperity and riches, then you are far. But God is about to give us supernatural riches. How many are ready to receive supernatural riches? Supernatural. Hallelujah. And so, it is very, very important. Hallelujah. Turn your Bible with me. So, the title of my message today is Covenant of Peace and Showers of Blessings. Covenant of Peace and Showers of Blessings. How many want showers of blessings this year? There shall be showers of blessings. This is the promise of God. Oh, there shall be seasons refreshing, sent from the Savior above. Showers of blessings, showers of blessings we need. Blessing drops out as I fall but for the showers we need. Showers of blessings, showers of blessings. 
blessings, showers of blessings we need. Lift up your hands, lift up your voice. Sounds of praise of God for the Sabbath. There shall be showers of blessing. This is the promise of God. This is the promise of God. There shall be seasons refreshing. There shall be seasons refreshing. Sent from heaven above your heart of blessings. Lift up your hands and receive it and Blessings we need. Blessing comes and as I fall. God for the showers we need. Hallelujah. There shall be showers of blessings this year. Only three people said, Hey, Miss Ray, shall we have us? The one that Lord has first received your service for. Amen. Please be seated. Ezekiel, Ezekiel chapter 34. Ezekiel chapter 34, verse number 25. Ezekiel 24, verse number 25. Now, all these songs that we sing, they are under, in the Bible. You must know where the scriptures are. You understand? So, uh, Ezekiel 34, 34, 34, not 24, 34. Ezekiel 34, verse 25 and 26. It says, and I, God is speaking. Are you ready to hear God speak to you? Yes. This is God, what God is about to do for you this year. You don't want amen for that. How many are ready to hear what God has for you this year? Hey, please, I'm not joking you. This is God's covenant with us. And I'm reading God's part of what he wants to do for you. It's an agreement God is with you. So if you take God serious, he will take you serious. So God is giving you his part of his covenant to you. Are you ready to know God's covenant is happening with you today? Yeah. He said, I will make with them a covenant of peace. A covenant of peace. You, you have peace this year in your life. God is telling you this year you shall have peace in your life. will be your portion. You will not be disturbed this year by a lot of things. 
the peace of God that passes all understanding shall be your portion. God said, I am going to sign a covenant with you that I will give you peace. I will make there with them a covenant of peace and I will cause the evil beasts to cease out of the land and they shall dwell safely in the wilderness and sleep in the woods. You know, when you are in the wilderness, there are a lot of beasts. Lions, bears, they all want to come and eat you up. You have to understand that God is speaking to a sheep or his sheep. So when God said that you you will be in the wilderness and you there will be peace and no no nobody is going to disturb your life because in the wilderness anything can eat you up as a sheep. When God is speaking, he's talking to a sheep. A sheep must be protected. Otherwise, in the wilderness, your life is in danger. Hallelujah. So he said, I will cause the evil beasts, the beasts, witches and wizards that want to kill your life, kill you this year. Everything that enemy has released to come and swallow you up. God said that I'm giving you my promise this year. I'm giving you my promise this year. Every beast around your life, I will cause them to cease out of your life. Do you believe God? And they shall, they shall what? What have you? I'm not finished there. And they shall dwell safely in the wilderness and sleep in the woods. If you have watched wildlife before, you see that some of the is it what tiger or that they when they climb tiger leopards leopards can climb a tree. So if you are sheep, you are coming to lie down on the under the wood. As you are lying there, they are doing the, waiting for you to sleep, and they, they just hold they hold your neck like this, and that's the end of your life. But this year, any demon that wants to swallow you up, the mighty hand of Jehovah your God will crush everyone for you. You'll be sleeping in the woods and will not be afraid. Say amen for that. Like our sister was giving a testimony that a fear of cutting and mukran jag. Sacrifice. But you see, when God is with you, nobody can touch your life. May the mighty hand of Jehovah raise up and kill all your enemies this year. He'll be sleeping in the woods. I will not be afraid. The next one, verse 26. And I will make them, and I will make them. That's the first one. Them. Anybody who's part of the sheep of God. I will make you. And the place where you live run about my hill. A blessing. And I will call the showers to come down in his season. There shall be showers of blessings in your life. 
Wewe sote tendesha mzawas. Now listen. God is saying that he will make you a blessing. And he will make the place run about his hill. That is the church. The church is the hill. Bible said that in the Dalai they shall come by the, the mountains of the Lord house shall be exalted above all the hills. The house of God is going to be this year. This year. In this place. In this place this year. This year in this year. I said this year. I don't know what you can You can miss even one Sunday. You cannot miss even one Sunday. Because the Lord is going to make this year. This house. All around this house. Everything about the church. There shall be showers of blessings. Every week you are coming to receive the word of your life. To go and prosper. Hallelujah. Are you ready for that? I'm preaching to somebody here. Your story is changing this year. Because God is having a covenant. He said, I am God. I change not. Have I said it and I will not do? Anything God says to you, he wants to do for you. And this year you shall see showers of blessings. This church shall be there shall be showers of blessings. Hallelujah. So, what is God's five, five covenant God is going to give to you this year? Five things God is going to do for you. Are you ready to hear what God wants to do for you? In this covenant. Number one. All the evil beasts around your dwelling place shall be dealt with by God himself. All the evil beasts around your dwelling places shall be dealt by God himself. So there shall be peace shall prevail in our lives. This is what God is giving, promising us this year. Hallelujah. That is what I read the verse. Ezekiel. So number one covenant God is going to have with us. Anybody who is here. He is going to deal with every beast. You know, everybody comes from a house or a family where there are witches and wizards. Or in your family, there is no witch in your family. There are people who hate you to prosper. When they see you are going forward, it, it annoys them. Yes. Even when you get married, some people get angry that you have been privileged to be married. When you buy a new car, people are jealous about you. That Why have you been able to buy a new car? Me, I have not been able to buy a new car. Your office, people hate you. Daniel was working with his colleague in office. Everybody hated him. 120 ministers of state. He was one out of 120 and he was a foreigner and everybody planned against him. They, in fact, they made a decree that anybody who bow before will not bow before the, the bow or the God of Nebuchadnezzar and bow serve any other God they should put the person into the lion's den. That is why the lion's den story came. They were planned because the Bible said they have done everything to make sure that God commits sin but they didn't find so he's the very people he was working with planned against him. Don't think that the people in your office, everybody likes you. 
Don't tell the people in the in the in your shop, in your in your in the market that you are selling with. The, your, your colleagues in the market, your shop, your shop number five, the number six, number seven, around you, they hate you. They hate you. If you are not, you don't you are not spiritual, you may not know the people. It's not everyone who laugh who smile with you, laughs you. Yes. That is why God has to intervene and deal with any enemy that rise up against you this year. Because in many other you can you might not even see them physically. And the reason why many lives don't work well is that as you are moving for others are pumping, forces are pulling you down. But we don't know what is in front of the shop. They wake up in the morning at dawn at midnight. I want that we and come over television. No more so I close the gate. Customers about free. But this year, the God of that will serve. He will destroy every beast that wants to eat your money away. Say amen for that. Do you want God to do for you? Psalm 91 verse 9 to 12. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high thy habitation, there shall no evil before thee. Neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling places. For he shall give his angels charge over you. I speak that God said, I will give my angels charge over you. And to keep it in all thy ways, they shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against the stone. From today, may angels be around you and your house. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, one of the ways God is going to do, know that that's why you have to take God serious this year. In Jeremiah chapter 51, okay, verse 20, the Bible says, I want you to take God's word serious. This covenant I'm giving to you. How is God going to deal with your enemies? Jeremiah chapter 51, verse 10. He said, Thou art my battle axe. God is going to be your battle axe. Hallelujah. How many want God to be your battle axe this year? Your battle axe. Your enemies will not go until a superior power come over them and drive them from you. That is what God said. I will be your battle as Kukalu. They will take your name to uh, some, some shrine trying to kill you. But the battle as of the Lord shall rise up and crush your enemies for you. Thou art my battle as and weapons of warfare. Kalimo Papayana. For with thee, I will break in pieces the nations, and with thee, I will destroy the kingdom. The next verse, and we see, so God is going to be your battle as this year. Any spirit that rises up against you, you will crush them. 
I said, You crush them. You will crush them. God will crush them for you. That is a covenant of God to you. Amen. Always remember if anything happens to you, call upon God and say, Lord, from the beginning of the year, you told me that you are my battle axe. Release the axe. That sharpened axe. And let every enemy of man's head, the head be cut off. This year is a year of vengeance against the enemies of God. Hallelujah. You see, in a warfare, if you read Bishop's book on the good general, you'll understand that to make, to bring peace, you have to silence your enemy. If your enemy is not silenced, you will not have peace. There's a traditional problem that, that those who are following you have not rested. How can you take rest? So when you need peace, covenant of peace means that your enemies might be silenced. This year, God said, every enemy that rise up against you, with my battle us, I will silence that person for you. If you are one that is expecting God to use you, give me a shout of praise, somebody. Remember God's covenant number one to you. That he will crush your enemies. So, you see, when, when an issue comes in the covenant, you have to refer to section of the covenant and activate the powers within the law. Number two, God's covenant to us. God shall make all those who are planted in his church to experience heavenly blessings as individuals and as a company or business entities. Both you and your business are going to prosper this year. Amen. Hallelujah. How many businessmen are in this church this year? This year there is going to be God is going to make your businesses blossom. I say God is going to make your businesses blossom. God is going to bless you yourself. And every business that you are involved in, it shall be God's concern. Hallelujah. How many want God to take over your business for you? This year. You know, because see, when there is riches, I think I, uh, what's, what scripture is that? Uh, Zachariah 117 also. Zachariah 117. Bring that scripture. Let me see. Zachariah 117. Zachariah 117. Quickly. Who is controlling the thing? A few minutes and we are running up. He said, Cry yet, saying, That said the Lord of hosts, My cities through what prosperity shall yet spread abroad. You see, when the children of God are blessed and their businesses are blessed, we can spread the kingdom of God. You know that we are looking for land to buy and build a church in this place. So how do we buy the land? It, unless you prosper in your business. Unless you prosper as an individual. So then when the time comes, we are looking for money. And we can separate 1,000, 2,000, 5,000. Because you are a multi-billionaire. We raised $100,000. We will not take you. We save the power of prosperity. Your business is going to prosper. Your job is going to prosper. Your life is going to prosper. Because God will come and ask you to support the of the church. Hallelujah. If you are in this church, understand that the church 
is built on the sacrifice of church people's offerings. And it must have you must you are looking for people to build what one fifty thousand dollars a cathedral, one fifty thousand dollars a cathedral. People are sponsoring it. That is how we spread the city. The city of God cannot be spread unless the people of God are blessed. That is why I'm speaking to everybody here by the oracle of God. That no matter how poor you join this church, and very soon the Lord is turning your story. You shall be a Christian businesswoman, a Christian businessman. You are going to prosper. This year, God is covenanting with you. You will prosper. You will be blessed. So that my city, my city, my work, my kingdom, my church can spread around. We are spreading all over the world. How do we spread? How do we spread to Papua New Guinea? How do we spread to uh, uh, West India? Nicaragua? How do we spread? And we can't borrow money from the government of Ghana. It is the members of the church whom God has prospered them and their businesses. They are the people God used to build this church. Exodus chapter 25. Bible said that God told Moses, Moses, tell my people to bring me offering to build me a church. Why? Because before they left Egypt, he told them that all of you are going to prosper. He said, collect all the monies that you have worked for in Egypt. And Bible said, before they left Egypt, they have collected all the gold and silver from the land. This is a God is going to send you certain money that you did to us. Until the city, the people are blessed. The city cannot be built. Yes. The land in this area is about between $500,000 and $1 million. You see, when we mention it, it may sound as if it's a big money. But if you are a millionaire, if I have five millionaires in this church, and I say everybody will lose $100,000, it is nothing. How many know that's nothing? You are going to the people the Lord is about to transform receive the covenant will of God for your life your life I will make my people eh? go back go back to Ezekiel 34 my people I will make my people Ezekiel all this scripture please write it for you it's for you my city's true prosperity and when God said my city, he's talking about his church. His church. When you go to Pentecost, people build five, two-story, three-story church buildings for the church. They sponsor like this. This year, you go to use to build the church. Say amen for that. Some of you, this words I'm speaking to you is a prophecy. The next 10 years time, you'll be one of the church builders. One of the church builders. God is going to change your story and make you such a blessed person. When the bishops is calling for people to give ten thousand dollars, we say, "Bishop, it's too small for me. I want to give fifty thousand dollars." Receive the hand of God that changes the stories of your life. You, if you let me tell you that there are billions of dollars that passes around the world within twenty-four hours. You have no idea. Billions of dollars. Dr. Santos, is it not true? Yes. In your home, in your town, city, country, I mean, Angola, one person's wealth, the oil rich country, billions of dollars. They don't use it for anything. 
The money is hidden somewhere. They buy yachts and they just go and spend holiday with their wives and children. Only once or twice a year, the yacht is packed there. Your story is changing this year. I said, your story is changing this year. Hallelujah. And especially this branch, Ajiringano branch. We shall be one of the richest branches in the lighthouse. I said, we shall be one of the richest branches. And I'm seeing about 25 million years. I don't know whether you are one of them. I don't know whether you are one of them. I don't know whether God is speaking you one of them. Receive the grace of God. Receive the power of God. To become a blessed and a rich person. Hallelujah. God's covenant is that I will make. God is going to make you. I said, God said, I will make you. Remember, Jesus Christ told the disciples, follow me and I will make you. It's not what you can do for yourself. Oh. God is the one who is about to make you. Remember the story of uh, uh, Jeremiah chapter 18. The Bible said, go to the potter's house. I'm going to show you something. And he said, look, have you seen how the potter has molded it and he's spoiled it and remolded it? Maybe the first time you were born, you came to life, you were poor. But God is about to remold you to make you a very rich person. So that you can carry the anointing for riches. Some of you cannot carry the anointing of riches with your old life. If 1,000 cities hit your Momo accounts today, you won't come to church again. You see, it's too small for you to just give up with God. So God is about to change your vessel. So that one even 10 billion is in your account. You still find the need to come to church on Sunday. Receive that pledge of God. I will make you DM. I will make some. As how many want God to make you? Say, God, make me. Make me. Make me a blessed person. Make me a rich person. Make me a significant person. I cannot continue to be just a person like that. You can't be an ordinary person. You can't be in this church and you are just an ordinary person. That story is changing about your destiny. From today. I said from today. Oh. Yesterday we, we, we went to one of our church members' house. Some of the shepherds. You were there. We were eating and drinking and baking berries. Free of charge. Bible said that Job had children. Job's children. They were having parties from one house to another house to another house to another house. A time is coming. Every Christmas, we will start our celebration from 15th of January to 15th of December. 15th of December, 15th of January. We shall be coming to your house for celebration. 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 Receive the power and the blessing to become a rich person. Hallelujah. Yes. I will make you. It's a promise of God to you. If you believe, you shall become. I said, if you believe, you shall become. Amen. I will make you. You will not make yourself. Oh. God is the one who is about to make you. I will make you. This is a covenant. I will, I'm, I'm signing a covenant with my people. I'll give them peace. And I will make them. This covenant with God. God God's covenant with people. 
This morning, God is signing a covenant with you. He will make you. God will make you. Tell us that God is about to make me a better, a wild person. A wild person. I see my ladies this year. 20 people will be driving their dance cars. Ladies, receive it. Ladies, receive cars. Receive cars. Hallelujah. God will make you to be here. So God shall make all those who are planted in his church. I will make them at the place around about them. That's all I like. Places around about my hair. Once you are in the hail of God, there's a blessing around your life. Receive that blessing in Jesus' name. Now, businessmen, there's 27. Listen, all businessmen. Exodus 36, 34. Ezekiel 34, verse 27. It says, And the tree of the field shall yield her fruits, and the earth shall yield her increase. And they shall be saved in their land and shall know that I, the Lord, when I have broken the bounds of their yoke and delivered them out of the hands of those who serve themselves with them. Hallelujah. He said, the ground, your business is going to expand this year. There's going to be more profitability. More contracts. Millions of contracts. Receive it. Because my, remember, in Zechariah chapter 117, he said, my city through prosperity shall spread. The city of God is the church of God. For the church to spread, there should be prosperity of the people. If the people are poor, we can't support the work of God. But when we are rich, we give easily. They say, be your honor. Obaka say, That is what God is about to make you. From today, you will not respect money. I say, you will not respect money. Money will chase you. Hallelujah. As long as you are in this church, you will see the hand of God. Covenant number three took for God for you. Hallelujah. I do love it. God shall supply all your needs. There shall be no hunger, no shame of the world to his people. If you are here, there shall be no shame in your life from today. Do you know the shame of the world? No shame. The shame of the hidden is the spirit of begging. The spirit of begging. You know, worldly people like begging. You see politicians, they are begging. Government go about begging. But you see, in Luke chapter 16, verse 3, Luke chapter 16, verse 3, Bible said that, then the steward said within himself, what shall I do? For my Lord has taken away from me the stewardship. I cannot dig. And he said, to beg, I am ashamed. From today, you shall never break again. I said, you shall never break again. God is going to bless you so much. You won't beg people for food to come to church. You won't beg people for shirt to come to church. You won't beg people even for lift to come to church. God is about to give you your whole life. Receive the blessings of the Lord. 
everything that will have been breaking today is the end of it they shall not be breaking Ezekiel chapter 34 verse 9, 29 said, and I will raise up for them a plant of renown and there shall be no more consumed with hunger hunger how many have experienced nothing before? Hey! Come to me, I ask how to say. No one has a certain How many have experienced nothing before? But today the Lord is telling you there shall be no hunger. Renowned. We'll get it from your business and buy anything we want to buy. Do you believe God? Listen, if you are Christian, you don't believe in these things, then you don't know God. Because nobody serves God and remain a poor person. That is why I said, bring the poor to me. Bring them from nowhere. I, God, will transform their lives. The church is supposed to transform your life. When somebody invites you to church, it's not that we are coming to destroy you. We are going to add value to your life and change the situation. Hallelujah. Are you here of God? I'm reading this. I will raise up for them a plant of renown, and they shall no more be consumed with hunger in the lands. Neither bear the shame of the heathen anymore. The, 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 the shame of the heathen is to beg, beggings. You won't beg. Say to beg. If I say to beg, say I am a sheep. To beg. To beg. From to beg. From today, there shall be no begging in your life. Believe in God. Remember this covenant with God this year. Then when you feel like begging, look unto God and say, Lord, your covenant with me this year that I will not beg. And say, whatever. What to release? You know, I was I was praying. I think that three days ago, I said, I said, Ah, Lord, there are so many of my spiritual children for twenty years that have raised spread all over the world. Could it be that Christmas I will not receive anything from anybody? Hasn't it occurred in the heart of somebody to even momo me something? Not that I need it, but I feel that I have some that must have the feeling there should be something in their hearts to not to ask them, but they should feel the air to say, that, Oh, Christmas has come, and my daddy is in Ghana or he's somewhere, so why don't I transfer something to him? Listen, when I finished that prayer, suddenly I had. Phew, and the transfers 
you are just coming from there. SAP, you're sorry. SAP, you're sorry. SAP, you're sorry. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Let me tell you Christianity is not a joke. Not that I need it, but I felt that as a pastor, something must be, somebody must be tied to transfer something to me as a proof that I'm a man of God. I wanted to know that am I a man of God? Something must drop in one. I have thousands of children all over the world. Could it not be that somebody would think and put in his heart? I have to do a transfer to Reverend on my Christmas day. Then I'm not a man of God. Are you, are you understand what I'm saying? So that should be your own, the same question to yourself. Are you not a Christian? Have you done good some people in life? Can somebody think about you and remember you and say something to you? Do you have to go and beg for people to give you what is due to you? For, for you to beg, say. I said for you to beg, say. From today, you will never beg for anything. Your God will supply all your needs. I said your God will supply all your needs. Your God will supply all your needs. Hallelujah. That is all about Christianity. If you don't, you haven't gotten that realm, force yourself and get there. Remember the last time we had a convention? Did you hear uh, He said, Look, rather, that shall be your story. You are stopping buying rice. You are stopping buying sardines. You are stopping buying oil. Listen, you have to stop buying oil. Somebody must bless you for oil. Because you are a man of God. Hallelujah. We have to stop buying things. God has to send people to bless you. Say, good measure, press that, shake it together. Shall I cause men to give to you? God is going to send men to give to you. But why you blow who won't bear five years? Don't you look Well, she has our challenge. Check it, check it, check your washer, check your mama, mama account, mama account. I transfer some money to account. Receive that grace. Receive that grace. Some of you before this weekend, somebody is transferring 500, 1,000 into your accounts. Hallelujah. God will supply all our needs. And I will wait for the end. There shall be no more hunger. Neither shall they bear the shame of the hidden. I will provide. We have stopped going to the bank. We are going to the bank to kill. To go and redraw 50 Ghana cities. Tell your neighbor, I trim that they had. I trim. I trim that they had. Hallelujah. Are you here of God? Do you believe in the covenant of God? Yes. yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Number what? Four. The Lord covenant to let his presence go with us throughout the year as the shepherd keeps his sheep. The Lord covenants to let his presence go with us. His presence will be with us throughout the year. Everywhere you are, as the shepherd keeps the sheep. Ezekiel chapter 34, verse 30 and 31. 
Ezekiel 34, 31, 30 to 31, said that, Thus shall they know that I, the Lord, their God, I am with them. I am with them. And that day, even the house of Israel, which is the church, my people, say the Lord. Eh? The house of Israel are my people. And you, my flock, the flock of my pastor, are men. And I am God, says the Lord. In Exodus 33, Moses said, Lord, if your presence doesn't go with us, we won't go. He said, how, verse 16, Exodus 33, verse 16, how can there be a difference between us who are children of God and those who don't serve God? How could there be a difference? There should be a difference. There will be a difference this year. I said, there should be a difference this year. His presence in your life will make a difference in your life. Your business and other people's business before you know customers are coming to your shop like that. Because there should be a difference. Are you there? Exodus 33 verse 16. Exodus 33 verse 16. The presence of God will be with us. He said, I'll be with you. Wherein shall it be known here that I and thy people have found grace in heaven? Is it not in thy that thou goeth with us? So shall we be what? Separated. Somebody say, I'm being separated from my brothers. I'm being separated from my colleague workers. There shall be a separation. I said, there shall be a separation. How can there be a separate? How can we be separated, I and the people, from all the people that are upon the face of the earth? Is it not your presence? The presence of God will go with you this year. And there shall be a separation between your house and the house of your colleagues over there. Between your business and your, the business of other person. Receive the presence of God in your life. Say amen for that. Are you there? The last verse. The last covenant God is going to have with us this year. God is going to activate the eternal covenant with all Davidic seeds. God is going to activate the eternal covenant with all Davidic seed. What is Davidic seed? Ezekiel chapter 34 verse 23 and 23. 23 and 24. Say that Ezekiel 20, 34, 23, and 30, 24. And I will set up one shepherd over them. And he shall feed them. Even my servant David. He shall feed them. And they shall be their shepherd. And I the Lord will be their God. And my servant David a prince among them. I the Lord has spoken. What is God trying to say? What God is trying to say that in Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 19 to 21, said, and the word of the Lord came unto Jeremiah saying, that saith the Lord, Jeremiah 33, 20, 19 to 21, if you, if you can break my covenant of the day and my covenant of the night, and that there should not be a day and a night in their season, then may you also the, my, also my covenant be broken with David my servant that he should not have a son to reign upon his throne and with the Levites the priests my ministers okay for that say the Lord if my covenant so God is saying that the Davidic order of blessings that, that, that anybody who is involved in shepherding 
and looking for the sheep of God. If you are involved to be a shepherd, so David was a shepherd that this God raised him and made, and he made a covenant with them because your heart likes following my sheep for me. I'm going to establish a perpetual covenant with you so that from you, everybody who comes after you, your family will be the family that shall rule the people of my people. So, what is this David covenant? That is where now we are going to learn seven, four things, ten things about you that you also have to play. Because there's an eternal covenant God has for all Davidic seeds. All Davidic seeds. So, and, and I've explained to you that Davidic seeds are those who are involved in shepherding the sheep of God. Looking for the people who are lost. So you see, God chose David to rule over his people because he had a spirit of a shepherd. He was interested in the work of God. He was interested in the souls that are lost. Fighting to remove from the mouth of lions sheep that are being killed. So God have an eternal covenant to anybody who is involved in the building of his church. And this year, our role to activate this, all these blessings is that Every one of us is going to be a good and a, and a powerful shepherd for the kingdom of God. Say amen for that. Say amen for that. Every one of us is going to I have a, a target. God said I should tell every member. I'm giving you a target of 10 people. 10 people for the whole year. For the whole year. If you can get me 10 people. If you can get me 10 people. And you become like David who was interested in the sheep of my flock. And he was able to fight and rescue them. And because I have this perpetual covenant of anybody who has a seed of David in him. So this year, for all these blessings that I've spoken about, about that God wants to do for you, for Israel, he's also expecting you that he needs 10 people from you. If you bring your 10, he will do all these things for you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. How many know that it, you can do your part for God to activate this blessing? Because you, you have to go home. That time is, you can go and read the whole book of Ezekiel 34. was about the fact that my shepherds have neglected my sheep. And I've been here for the past six months or so. I've realized that the sheep in this church are more than what we are gathering here. More. I'm sure twice the number that I gathered here. Meanwhile, we want God to bless us, but his sheep are scattered. I'm told that some of you were having three buses every Sunday. Those you were doing under command. If the pastor said, hey, you have come. If you don't pay, they don't come. Then out, of, out of fear, he went to hire a car and pray. Look, the work of God is not done by force. Let your hearts. That's why God said that I've chosen them because his heart. His heart loves my work. Let your heart just be excited to do the work of God. Feel happy that you are working for God. Feel happy that you are spending money to bus people to bring to church. Be happy that God can use your little 20 gunners, 50 gunners to hire a bus for some people to come to church. When your heart is open to the will of God, you cause heaven's hand to reach up to you. That's what God wants to do with this year. 
That if my people will begin to look for my sheep that are lost, all this promise I'm going to multiply upon them like that. Ten. Characteristics of ten people you are going to look for. Everybody. I'm going to have five minutes. Number one characteristic of the sheep we are going to look for. We are going to look for those who are hungry. Hungry. Do you know people are very hungry for spiritual things? You say, won't the shepherd feed the sheep for me? Feed the sheep. Feed the sheep. Everybody is going to be a feeder of sheep this year. You must be able to meet a sheep and be start sharing the message that you heard today. Feed. Many of you, when it comes to feeding, thinking about the work of God, it's like, no, I'm not part of it. But you see, there is no job, if you don't work, nobody pays you for anything. You want God to bless you, but you are not interested in God's work. Hallelujah. Number two, strengthening the disease. There are people who are sick. They have challenges at home. Diseased. We are going to look for people who are diseased. They used to come to church, but somewhere, somehow, they have stopped. Something is eating them up. We are going to look for them and bring them to the house. Number three, healing the sick. The sick must be healed. Are you ready to heal the sick people in the... Yes. Number four, binding those who are bringing back, no, binding broken-hearted people. Some of our members are broken-hearted. Some of them, since Reverend Kobe left, it's like, Reverend Kobe was their main apostle here. And so they felt disappointed that he has been transferred. And it's normal. If you're a good pastor, when you leave the church, some people get frustrated. But we don't need to allow them to be there. We have to go in and assure them that the same God who brought Reverend Kobe has brought another man of God and it's a church. Sometimes a little words of encouragement will make somebody come back to church again. How many are ready to do that? Number four. Number five. Bringing back those that are driven away. All those who are driven away. Sometimes the reason why they were driven away that maybe the choir master said something, the person got offended and he left the church. We are going to look for them and bring them back. Are you there? Number six. Seeking for the lost. Jesus said, for this reason the son of man came, that he came to seek and save that which is lost. Are you ready to look for the lost members and bring them to church? Say amen for that. Number seven, gathering what was scattered. We are going to do a lot of gatherings this year. You didn't say amen for that because we don't want to be part of it. Everybody is going to be involved in gathering people every Sunday. Because that is a covenant for God to do his part by blessing you, blessing your business, blessing everything about you. That's why you like it. You don't do like it. And by saying you to do this for me, dear, dear, what you do? And I can't hear nobody rising up and shouting and say, I receive it. Hallelujah. Amen. Number eight. Directing the path of those who are wandering. There are people whose life are wandering. They just move from here to here. They don't know what to do. To and fro. And then 
Are they no The next I go to another Tell the person, look, the best you can find is in this place. Come. Settle them. The best you can find. How many are ready to gather and establish direct people to the, the true vine? The true vine. Directing. Those who are wandering. Wandering. You keep moving from here and there. Number nine. Accounting for what has been given to you. Those of you who were center leaders and by center leaders and one one leaders, anybody that God has given to you that is lost, He said, "I will require their their blood from you. I will require their blood from you." So if you are here and you used to have twenty members, and today even five people don't come to church. You have to start looking for them. Auntie Judith, you have to start looking for the members, old members. You have a car. When we close, you start moving. This person used to come to church. It does not come. I'm going to visit the person. This person was start to search for them and change them and bring them to the house of God. This year, 10 people. Everybody is going to have 10 people. Are you here of go home? The room has become quiet. When they come to work of God, it shouldn't be. Number 10. Not losing your divine appointments. If God has chosen you to work for him and you neglect working for him, he will cause you to lose everything. Ezekiel chapter number 34. I've given you 10 characteristics. So, when you are looking for the sheep, these are the 10 characteristics you need to know. Okay. Number one is what? Those who are hungry, that they need to be fed. Number two, those who are diseased, and they need some support. Those who are sick, number three. Number four, those who are broken hearted. Eh? Number five, bringing by those that are driven away. They are driven away. Seeking the loss. Number six. Gathering what has been scattered. Number eight. Directing those who have lost their ways of life. Wandering. They are wandering. They have lost their ways. They don't know which way to go. We direct them. We direct them. Eh? Number nine. Accounting for what has been allocated to you. Every person who belongs to your group must be accounted for. By the end of this year, you can see Jesus said, for all that you gave to me, I have not lost none. Are you there? Number 10, you will lose your divine appointment. I'm giving you all this in the scriptures. Ezekiel 34, verse 4 to 8. It says that verse, 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 verse number 2. It says, son of man, now verse 1 said, and the word of God came unto me saying, son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy and say unto them, that saith the Lord unto the shepherds, will be the shepherds of Israel that do feed themselves. Should not the shepherd feed the flock? Feed the shop. You feed yourself. You are happy to come to church and enjoy the service of the pastor. But the people that are under you to bring to come and also eat, you have left them there. Verse number four. The disease, have you not 
strengthened. Neither have you healed them that are sick. Neither have you bound that which is broken. And have not ye brought again which was driven away. Neither have you sought that which was lost. But with force and cruelty you have ruled against them. Verse number five said, and they were scattered because there is no shepherd. And they became meat to the beasts of the field. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the God. God is about to do five. But ours is to do only one. To look for the sheep and gather them to him. This year, may you be a gatherer and a super builder of the church. The covenant is that every one of us is going to look for 10 people. So today, if we are maybe even 150 people are gathered here and everybody bring 10, by the end of the year, you must be at least 1,000 members in this church. You won't clap your hands. That's why you don't like a blessing for that. We should be able to. We should be able to. To have 1,000 members at least in this church. So that we can have three services. First service, second service, third service. That is where even the bishop realized that we have become too big for this place. So they must start looking for a better place for us to build our church. Very soon, God will give us a land to build our church. But we must show to God that the little that he has covenanted with us. God didn't say that, give me your money, give me your All that said that, be a shepherd. Look for my lost sheep for me. They are lost. They have become meat. See, the member who is not didn't come to church, by this time, maybe somebody is squeezing their breast somewhere. They have become meat to the beast. They are not here. What do you expect them to be? They are some, some people are in the hotel room by this time. Some people are in the beach. Some people are They have become meat. And people that God want them to be part of this church, they are not here. And you come and you are happy that you only came. Nicholas, you used to bring two buses. Today, the people who are there, where, where are they? They have become prey to the, to the beasts. As you are here eating and drinking and enjoying, you are feeding yourself. Your sheep are under threats. Their lives are under threats. Please, this is the covenant message God gave to me today. For you and I, sister, look at how beautiful God has made you. How many men propose to you in a week? Plenty. They are all custom people that you can bring to church. He said, look, there's a better place that you can use your life than following me. Direct them. They are wandering. Wandering stars. They don't know where they are going. But if they came to talk to you and try to lie you and call you to go and sleep with him, you stand his heart and bring him. My wife, when he was a young lady, before I saw her, there was this big man, minister, I think he's the commander of the Nagana Air Force. She, he saw an advert done by my wife. Remember, if you were, you were a little old, you see, that's, she did it. And when he did the advert, he became a star for the, those that of PNDC era, not, we hadn't even gone to constitutional era. And somebody was sitting in the castle. Ah, this girl, I will be a woman. I will be a woman. I will be a woman. She was there before you knew castle where all around her small house he was living in. 
And then he said, What is that? They said, Hey, yes, sir. Hey, yes, sir. sorry. Fortunately, she was a born again lady. He had just been born again, so he was on fire for. Then this, she got there and he saw all these big men, including Rollins, those days, or the other. And then he said, What do you want? Pounds, dollars, whatever. He opened money like this. Choose which one you want, we'll give it to you. Listen. Then this man, as he put prayer, I said, I'm not interested in any of these things. So he, he started, the man who was trying to sleep with her. Didn't know that you won't be a pastor's wife. Can you imagine? Those of you guys who are standing here, sitting here, don't, don't you, you may never know what God wants you to become. She rejected her. That man kept putting, putting pressure. So one day she decided to, why don't I turn my Christianity and I'd rather be chasing him. He started witnessing to the man. Witnessing. Witnessing. And the man said, look, you are a different girl. He said, I have a younger daughter. I want you to be her friend and train her, my daughter for me. And he said, because of you, I want to do, do the work of God. Me, her. And he said, you're invited to come to the lighthouse. I said, lighthouse, I don't like it because that, that lighthouse and the government were fighting. So he wanted this. So instead, my wife had stayed with I, 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 what, Central Gospel Pastor. What's the name? Mensa Uta. But that was the time the church had started. So he told Mensa Uta about that. This man, this officer, he has spoken to me. He has convinced him to be a Christian. But he said that he can only come to your church. And so go and set up a branch at Burma uh, camp so that this man can enter the church. And Otabel started the branch at Burma camp. Today, that church is established. The man is dead and gone. But you see, that's one woman who turned a love for me into the salvation for you. Change the story of the man's destiny. Probably today he'll be in heaven. And he came to your mother have entered heaven just because even though he was chasing a girl, the girl was spiritual enough to turn the table, the thing towards the man to save his soul. I pray that all the daughters in this house this year, and, and, and women can easily win a lot of souls for God. Women can easily win a lot of souls for God. Every lady over here should be able to win at least even 10 is too small. Ten is even too small. But you see, when the man says, I love you now, they forget that you forget that you are a Christian. Meanwhile, God has used your beauty to attract. When the woman of Samaria met Jesus Christ, and Jesus Christ spoke to her and said, Hey, I think you are the Christ. Bible says he put on his pot. He went to the city. He said, Come and see. Through one woman, the whole city came to Christ. And today is a memorial on her life. I pray that you too, from this year, every woman here, there shall be a memorial of how many souls, how many souls, how many souls that God used you to bring to his kingdom. I pray for every one of you that when you play your part, you will, God will play his part for you. Don't expect God to bless you 
but you are not interested in working for his kingdom. God says, I don't need your car, I don't need your money, I don't need all that I want is that my sheep are scattered, they are lost, they are diseased, they are sick. Can you spare a little time and visit them and speak to me and bring them to my house so that I will gather my sheep and transform their lives? You may not be able to preach powerfully, but yours is just bring them to the house of God. Once they come here, God will speak to that person. And that person can become a very great person in the kingdom. As you play your role this year, in seeking for ten souls, ten souls, ten souls, begin to see what the Lord also do for you. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All these things shall be added. On. Bishop Boyd said that he was a young boy when God gave him this revelation that if you seek my kingdom first, anything you need, I'll give it to you. If you're interested in winning souls for me, and today, a poor boy, boy in Nigeria, he had about three aircrafts. That's private aircrafts. And it has not stopped. He goes to programs of crusade. Immediately he comes. He descends on the street of Lagos looking for souls. At the age of almost about 70 years. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to see that supernatural hand of God of blessing, this is a covenant God they want to have with us in this church. Say, I will do my part. But I'm also looking up to you. Kamaris, whether you also do your part. You got a wife from the church. Somebody brought a soul. You found it. And now you are enjoying it. It's your duty to also look for another soul. And establish them. May the Lord bless us all. Stand to your feet. Clap your hands. Lift up your voice. And pray to God. And say, Lord, I will fulfill my part of the covenant. I'll play my role in this covenant. This year, 10 people, 10 people, 10 people, 10 people, 10 people use me to look for 10 sick, a sick person, a lame person, a bruised person, a broken-hearted person. Lord, help me to bring these people. When somebody comes to you complaining about the difficulties of life, that is an opportunity to bring them to the house of God. Lift up your voice, everybody, and pray. And say, Lord, use me. Use, I want to give their turn. Look for ten souls this year. I'm gathering. All that I've instructed. I am coming to gather them for you, Lord. Ten souls. Ten people. Ten people, Lord. Ten people. I pray my For now I know that when I get interested in your kingdom's business, you get interested in my kingdom's life. Lift up yourself. Pray to the Lord. Pray for God to use you this year. Receive the anointing as a shepherd. A shepherd that go about looking for the souls that are lost. Looking for the souls that are bruised. Looking for the souls that are sick. Pray for Lord anoint me. Anoint me with fresh oil. Anoint me with fresh oil. Anoint me with fresh oil. To be a shepherd for you. A shepherd for you. A shepherd for you. I will look for sheep. It's a year of looking for sheep. I will be part of the church building. as every head is bowed and every close maybe you are not a born again person you want to give your life to Christ and this first Sunday of the year God is opening a door for you to be part of it 
Lift up, everybody close your eyes, every head bow. Everybody close your eyes, bow your head. You want to give your life to Christ and say, God, use me this year to bring 10 souls to your kingdom. I want to be a Christian. I want to be part of the army of God this year. Lift up your right hand. I pray with you. I want to give your life to Christ. Anywhere you are, can you lift up your hands? Say, Pastor, I want to serve God with my life. You are more used to God in his kingdom than wasting your time as a young man out there. Lift up your hands. Anybody there? Is there anybody? Please come. If you are, if little, come, let me pray with you. Come. Clap for them. Clap for them. Clap for him. Oh, clap for him. Encourage him. You can use your time wisely. Wisely. Then just come. God bless you. 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 You may be one person, but God can use you to bring people to his kingdom. And you become useful. The word you live in will recognize your contribution. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Say this after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for today, the first Sunday of the year, 2021. I come to you as a sinner. I've done so many bad things. And I will be destined to death and destruction. But today, you have intervened in saving me from the hands of Satan and bringing me to your kingdom. Jesus, I know nothing can wash away my sins except your blood alone. And so this morning, wash me with your precious blood. Give me a new heart and put your spirit in it that I will love you I will serve you. I will follow you so that you can make me what you want me to become. So that through me, as I receive salvation today, may me, I also go and bring 10 people back to you, Lord. Make me fruitful in your kingdom so that all the covenant of blessings shall also come upon my life. Thank you for answering my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, thank you for this precious one that you have rescued from darkness into your marvelous light. I place the seal of the spirit upon them. That no more again should they go back to sin. But they shall love you and serve you. Use them, Lord, to do exploits in your kingdom. Use them. Fill them. Yes, Lord, you can use this young man greatly. Let his life see transformation. Yes, they mark the end of all the past. If anyone is in Christ, a new creature, all things are passed away. Let all things of his life change. Let everything become new as you use him. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. I believe you were blessed by the message. Do visit us this and every Sunday at AJ Hotel and Suits at Jeringamu at 8.30 a.m. and on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. God bless you.